you should start it here after we say that. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Hello and welcome into the Section 109 podcast from Studio Breezy. We're back. I'm back from the other side of the world. Uh, and we're going to record talking about some news, boys, with Jay. Did you Matthew, just say news boys on purpose? With some news, comma, boys. <laughs> just, but news boys was also a great band, and now we hear no slander. Don't let anybody let the fact that Breezy dropped that subtle, subtle flex on me. That just coming from across the world. So. It was well awesome, and I am still um, jet lagged, but you? you know. Not too bad, actually. Uh, I'm doing okay because I'm on day like three. Well, you're you're better. It's it's worse when you get there than it is way worse. Home, right? Way okay. worse. And I also went to bed at 7:45 last night and 7:45 the night before. Just happened to be the same time. Uh, before eight o'clock today, I slept like 11 hours. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Nice. Feeling pretty good. But boys, what are we here to talk about? Matthew, give us a little uh, review because while I was gone and right before I left, the club. And the universe dropped some soccer news. Yeah, so the last time we recorded was, um, I guess, right before Thanksgiving, and we dropped that episode right after Thanksgiving. Uh, And then you left town for a little while. And so we've had about two weeks, almost three weeks, of of just, like, news dropping. It's weird to get news in the off-season, boys. (laughs) It's weird to get get a lot of, like, December-related. Like, December is usually kind of a a fairly dead month for us. Um, And we've got a lot... Just Christmas deals. A lot of things going on right now. (laughs) Yeah. So let's uh, let's get into it. Um, First things first, uh, the blast-off battle. So is that a, oh dude it just clicked that's a that's a pun play into the it, it definitely uh, is okay yeah because <laughs> I mean, at first I was like dumb name and literally <laughs> literally as you I mean like kick off blast off the season let's go you know like that's where I was at first I you just love that I go oh shit okay I love this I love this also oh, that's um, good that's long time listeners uh, won't know this but they they can be happy that another piece of the old studio from Jay's house has made it in oh, nice. well done. this. Uh, That's right. Long time listeners watching now never saw. Mine, they might. Yeah. You, it's, now, if you were paying really close attention on some stories back in the day, you for sure would have seen it because yeah. Jay used to do stories around every time we recorded pretty much. And for but sure like, you would have seen that sweet like, Christmas no tree. But did that. No, no one. Well, there's only like nine people that listen anyway. No, so. Shout out to Rachel. She bought, she ordered all this off of Amazon and then gave it to us as a Christmas gift for the old podcast studio. As a, over here, I don't think they can see it. It's a bottle of whiskey. Hell yeah. Because we like drinking that. Classic bottle of whiskey. We used, to, we used to always drink whiskey on every podcast. We'll have to get back to that once we stop podcasting in middle of it's, the workday. Yeah, it's because it's middle of the workday. Yeah, I almost, I almost brought Eagle Rare. I thought about it. I, I would have done so. Because I'm just like editing at work right now. And I'm like, you know what? Well, Slight edge taken off might not be bad, but you have the whiskey bottle, you have the headphones for podcasting, and then you have a soccer ball. And it's so good. In blue and nice. Yeah. And Ella got uh, Ella texted me while I was gone. She was like, "I'm at the store. Um, which of these trees do you want for Bobble Juan?" Um, nice. So Bobble Juan does need a tree. I haven't quite figured out how to place it. This is the first uh, draft, um, but I placed it right there on the side of this. I don't want to block section 109. Um, yeah. Maybe someday we'll get a uh, like. Maybe maybe if, if we do another studio at some point, get a, a wall-mounted Section 109, like a lot of studios have the um, <laughs> the neons. Yeah, dude. 
and be sweet. But uh, for now, this one's obviously perfect. But then we can put more things on the table. Was my only yeah, yeah, my only thought sure. there. There's going to be another studio. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Either or maybe two. Maybe one That's at true. your house and one at my house. <laughs> um, all right, boys. Blast off battle. What a first of all, what a dumb name. Um, for a, <laughs> but but it makes sense. It does. But for a town <laughs> that couldn't choose Huntsville United, which is a great name. Um, oh wait, not Huntsville United. Um, Rocket City United. Uh, Rocket City United. Yeah, they there couldn't. Rocket City United, which was one of the great names of lower division soccer, and they still fucked it up, and they did Huntsville FC. Um, losers, like that was so 2009. Um, Huntsville City, for the record. No, oh, whatever. <laughs> even even worse. Even worse. A, come on, City. Oh man. If their if their supporters <laughs> chant in British accents and are not British. Oh, I'm gonna die! Shout out uh, to the Orange County fans, though, who definitely do that for no reason at all. And it's I know the and funniest I, fucking thing. And I pointed it out. Uh, and anyway, here's the thing: I have respect for the Orange City fans because they ha- the the Orange City supporters have a bunch of chants. When I say a bunch, they probably have like thirty of them. County, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they legitimately, but like at least half of them have an odd British accent to them. It's so fun. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's like, uh, Makes them feel validated in the sport. I guess. Probably. I don't know. I don't, hey. Shout out to my boy Blaine who who helps run things up there. Like, much respect. They rule, but I just, I don't get the British accent thing. <laughs> I don't. Hey, Matt, can you tell us uh, when uh, the, the tournament is on the dates, of course, but also tell us the days of the week. And are we going? So and, it's a... Uh, we've already talked about that, but also tell us who's it's in a, it. After it's, a Friday su- it's a Friday-Sunday pattern. Friday. Uh, and it'll be February, Friday, February 16, and Sunday, February 18. Uh, the other teams competing, obviously, we're going to be there. Huntsville City is going to be there as the host, obviously. And then the other two teams that are competing are FC Tulsa uh, from the championship and South Georgia Tormenta from League One. FC Tulsa, a home to Gabby for a little bit, right? Didn't he play for Tulsa? He, he, he did, did play at, at Tulsa Quickly. for, for a, a, hot, a hot second. Gotcha. Before being transferred to, uh, he got transferred to Phoenix, I think, middle of last season. Yeah. And then won a USL championship title this year. <laughs> yeah, congrats, Gabby. Yeah, what a monster. What a monster. So we're gonna only going to play Friday and Sunday, you said? Yeah, so we're the the games are only on Friday and Sunday. Why not Saturday? I'm going to guess because they're going to have two games. And then play on a Friday. And then play on a Sunday. So they put a little a little gap. Uh, I'm, I'm like, oh, I see what you mean for rest purposes. I just yeah, figured yeah. they would just rotate really heavily the squads because it's going to be preseason. Like you'd want. Yeah, I, I, I I'm gonna. That's that's cool. Without without knowing like too much about how like preseason is going to go for us at this point in time, my guess is it's going to be fairly early. That's like the the second or third weekend of of February. My guess is like they'll probably go 45 minutes on the Friday. 45 minutes on the Sunday. You mean with starters? With star, with, yeah, like and, yeah. And, and the reserves as well. And then you you end up getting like your first 90 minute weekend. Yeah. But just split into two two different games. Right. Two 90 minute games. So funny. Time, yeah. Before I went outside, like real quick, before I came back in here, that you literally just said that the exact same thing you said when we were standing in there. Like yeah. literally. But yeah, it was a conversation we were having before. Yeah. I missed. I just I, thought that was funny. I was like, holy shit, where did he's, oh, yeah. he's good. Ago. He's good about uh, saying the same saying the same thing i think the answer is yes to your question by the way if if uh you're going i think i think yeah. we need to i think we need yeah. to go yeah so i feel like maybe road trip there, down together something's crazy. we don't yeah, we don't know sure. anything about like timing of when the games are going to be is it going to be like a a 5 p.m and an 8 p.m kickoff on friday night mm. or because it's you know february and cold if they're like ah mm. let's keep that during the daytime hope you all can make it that type of thing well we don't know anything yeah. yet i hope it's, it's also huntsville so it could be i mean and they're not going to be able to schedule like this but they it could be 60 degrees 
Yeah, it could. It's Huntsville. Like, it, you just never know how the weather's going to be. Uh, their ice hockey complex is in the same parking lot as the stadium. Hell yeah. I need to buy, like, a couple sticks. And we don't, like, you can buy stuff around here, but, like, not, but, like, Facebook Marketplace. There's no stores. You have to go to Nashville or Atlanta or Huntsville, apparently. So, there's a, yeah. there's a, in February. there's a rumor out there that uh, they're, op- like, opening in, like, basically the parking lot of the stadium. They're opening up something called a Back 40 this weekend. Is that a, is there a brewery called Back 40? Maybe that's what it is. Wait, in Huntsville, you're saying? Yeah, Back Forty Brewing is out of Huntsville. Oh, it is. I don't know. I've never had them. Oh, cool. They're cool. Good. Uh, they have some good beer. They need. I mean, you know, that's the that's the whole pool. Of, we can go. We can continue on with this, but you know, <laughs> the whole pool of a minor league thing, like in America with baseball, is now everybody's doing like mini batteries, basically, like Nashville. Good. I think yeah, everybody should something very similar. Yeah, the Jumbo Shrimp in Jacksonville. They have an awesome. They have an awesome thing, but also I'll get off of this as soon as I have What a great name for They're, Jacksonville sports teams, by the, the way. Because oh, both the of the base? soccer teams in Jackson named Jacksonville yeah. cannot compare to Jumbo Shrimp. Do you know the do you know the fan base? They're the Crustacean Nation. That's All beautiful. Right. Let's move on. Let's move uh, on. by Sorry. the way, back forty was out of Birmingham, I'm wrong. But I'm sure they have stuff in Huntsville. Yeah, they got to. Satellite. So next thing. It's pretty uh, big, pretty next big thing. Uh big this is actually a bit big news here. Uh Tommy, Tommy Salsa. <laughs> Welcome back, Tommy Salsa. Yeah, he Let's was already go. he was already backed uh, because he spent like this kind of the second half of the women's se- season as the goalkeeping coach. Yeah, um, and then now now he's the head coach. This is such an interesting development. I'm I just didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I did, I I hadn't thought about it. I didn't th- I didn't expect it. It's it's like first of all, thank you, Coach Randy for yes. two very, very important years. Um, Coach Randy presided over and, and and shepherded over the re-arrival and re-emergence in, of, the, of the program. So I'm extremely grateful and excited um, for what he did, or happy about what he did. Um, and now, like, I, I could not... So thank you, Coach Randy. Once a blue, always a blue. We love you. Um, Fan of the pod, too. Yeah, and, and was a wonderful guest and, and was a, w- a great guy to talk to. And, yeah, always welcome here, and I hope to see him in the future. Um, but having a CFC legend come back now yeah, for the next awesome. chapter very cool. is, like, the next proper next step. Yeah. I think uh, if you want to know more about Tommy Salsa, all you got to do is, like, YouTube – CFC years of 2015, 2016, 2017, and go back and uh, specifically, uh, this isn't just a plug for this, but I shot a couple of videos for the club a few years ago where uh, the players did challenges. It was the Wooly versus Farns thing, and uh, that's a good insight as to who he is and how much how, how much of a character he is because he's such an awesome person. And I have something that I need to get back to him, so I'm glad he's back. And I want to I, we want to get him on the pod definitely 100. But I have his old magnet from college. It oh got, yeah, I left at Finley, and I was I like, this. he can't not have this. And so I took it home, and then he never he like went and. What the Florida and was yeah. coaching and yeah, yeah. I just did a bunch of stuff. So you so. still have it? I still have it. It's on the back of my desk at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, one day I'm gonna give it to him. So when the news was announced, I was super stoked about that. I mean, I knew he'd been back around for the the goalkeeping coach and stuff. But yeah, really excited to have to have Tommy back around. He's currently the w- head women's coach at Bryan. Yes, yes, cool. Let's we'll shout out Elizabeth. I don't know if she still plays there, but she was our intern for a little bit at at the studio and she played for them. Nice. Yeah, I was like, I know your coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So I could not be more um, excited about this. Yeah. Like I, 
I, I, I wondered if we would get one more year of Randy. I kind of thought it might be a two or a three year cycle. Um, and so I kind of wondered if we get one more year or if this would be the end and we'd get somebody else. I just, I don't know. I didn't see it coming. I didn't know that it was brewing. And the fact that it's a former CFC player, man, just really tickles me. Former Uf, or UFC. Former CFC player. Also, when he was a kid, he was in the Manchester City Academy. Yes. The Manchester City Academy. There's like a video on YouTube he showed me of uh, Falcao, you, you know, the mm-hmm. futsal player, like juggling or whatever. I think that's who it is. And they're like doing a challenge with all the Man City. Like, I've seen the kids, video. It's the younger yeah, kids, soccer seen AM or whatever. And he's in it. So yeah, it's yeah. Fun. And he's so little in that. <laughs> I've seen, yeah, I've seen it. He's definitely not a little person. So, yeah. But yeah. Super right. excited to have him. Back. Matthew, anything you want to add there? Uh, no, I'm just I'm I'm incredibly excited uh, now that we've got. Uh, let's actually let's stay on the on the women's team track for a second. I'm gonna skip in our show doc. Sure. Uh, we've got a head coach now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hopefully, recruiting has already begun. I hope recruiting has been going for months now. Uh, I don't think Juan's going anywhere. Like, I think I think hopefully Juan's been been on the trail for a while and trying to get some players locked down for, for next summer. And, and obviously oh, yeah, I hope I, I did they announce if, no. if Juan, no. so I hope Juan is one of the assistant coaches, Juan, Juan. Um, if you look, if you look at his Instagram stories, it sounds like that's not going to change. Are you, are you saying for men's and women's? Cause you're talking about women's. For the, so for the women's I'm talking about the women's in particular. Well. So having two, um, CFC legends yeah, yeah, yeah. as, yeah, yeah. as coaches, like arguably together, argue exactly. Arguably the, um, most recognizable CFC men's player of all time yeah. and arguably the greatest men's player of all time. And then a long, a long time staple of, of the roster and, and who had some big, big moments, including a penalty shootout win. Yep. Like, man, it, it's, that's a really good team up. God, and I just really what, hope they're both what game in was there. That? What game was the, it was the U S open cup <clears throat> and it was, was it Wilmington or was it? No, it wasn't Wilmington. Wilmington was, um, that was at Wilmington. No, but the Wilmington win was, uh, in, in penalties was no, so it wasn't U.S. Open Cup. Wilmington was um, was it great? Well, must have been it. No, but hold on, uh, it was a different goalkeeper that <laughs> won the vault. that won the um. Wilmington was 2015. Yeah, it was. Uh, you're it was 2016 NPSL, NPSL purple. playoffs. You're thinking of 2016 purple jersey. That penalty shootout would have been with uh, the o- the Ocala, Ocala Stampede. Ocala. Yes, Ocala. By the way, I almost which said Ocala. put like if you I if you ever want to go back to to like we the played CFC, them two years in a row. If you ever want to go back three. To like the CFC YouTube, and like, I think the video starts early enough uh, for you to hear like the starting lineups being read for Ocala. There are some like lower division soccer names. Are there on that group? Like, I think Lewis Hilton played for them. Oh my god! Who's like you know been playing for like uh, a couple of USL teams and like been playing for Tampa for the last few years, like just bossing midfields. And, one, and if you for are years, and now. if you're less of a nerd and don't want to deal with having to scroll through like YouTube videos on our Instagram, there is like a just go way back, scroll way back, and you'll find like a replay video I, I made of it back when it was uh, <laughs> CFC goals before. Let's go! Podcast. Look at that! Hell yeah! That was that was that was how I learned how to video edit. It was I made CFC goal highlights. And look at you now! Yeah, look at me now, dude. So come a long way. <laughs> so CFC women's open tryouts yeah, have been announced. Yes, for yes. Sunday, February fourth. Got to have some partying to do. Listen, and that's not the only one because the men's open tryouts also have been announced for Saturday, January twentieth. Hell yeah, man! That's a lot of news. <laughs> We're not even like halfway through I the know. news. This is good shit. Um, okay, so we've got those things off off the board. Let's let's turn our attention briefly back to. Uh, the 2023 season because we got uh, NISA awards 
for 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 our last season in, in in the league. And I'm just gonna read some of these off. Golden Boot, Marcus Nagelstad, uh, which we knew. Uh, Golden Glove, Jean Antoine, which we knew. Uh, the two as voted by Coaches Awards, Golden Ball and Coach of the Year. Uh, Golden Ball went to Darwin Espinal of Maryland uh, for whatever, however many goals. It was like 13 goals and five assists or something like for that. For his three years of work. <laughs> this, was, this was a three. Please, please don't pick someone from CFC. You're, actually, you're not allowed to vote for anyone from CFC. Yeah, bingo. Uh, and then Diego Gomez, uh the, the coach at Albion was was given coach of the year, which is honestly a fair shout. Like he he did he did a decent job there. Rod Underwood dominated from start to finish of the regular season. I know we didn't we got playoffed, but the idea that Rod Underwood was not coach of the year is absolutely fucking out of this world. This is Rod Underwood erasure. I will not stand for it. This is stupid. <laughs> Nisa is stupid, and I'm so glad we're out of there. Uh, I hate to like to say this, but uh, Flower City's coach, what was his name? Jordan Sullivan. Did he did he deserve a shout? No, because they, they only made the playoffs. They, o- they only won nine games on the year, and including, that's including their two playoffs. Playoff was wins. there like a giant turnaround point where like all of a sudden they went from losing the entire time back to winning, or was it the just giant? Sort of- the giant turnaround point was when Club Leon started forfeiting games. Okay, okay. Okay, they only made. I'll shut up now. The playoffs because the <laughs> Club Leon last. They were the last. Team. Look and they look. They won. They had, right, right. But they they okay. won three games in the playoffs. Okay. Two games in the playoffs. Two games. I didn't know if it was like a straight table climb from turning. They around. drew and they won. Oh yeah, your your drew thing. They won three games in the playoffs. They beat. They obviously beat us on penalties. So like, they won three games in the playoffs. <laughs> your drew two thing. games in the playoffs. Yeah. He considers. He considers uh, technically on the score sheet or stat sheet. I think you're right. Yeah. I Don't give him a. I think you're right. I have to do that sometimes. For no, you. you definitely shouldn't. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, what about the first eleven? So we had. So first eleven, I only included our players because it's one number one. It's more than matters. half, and number two, I don't care about the rest. Uh, Marcus Nagelstad, <laughs> Alex McGrath, Richard Dixon, Aiden Bowers, Anatoly Prepolitsa, and Gene Antoine. These are very good. Well um, Honestly, here's the th- here's about the thing. five players missing on that. Yeah, exactly five players missing actually, but. Um, you know, uh, it's Nisa. So since they they uh, snubbed Rod Underwood, I'm surprised they didn't snub every single one of those guys. I'm actually a little surprised they didn't snub everybody too. There, there's there's two fucking amateurs. They have to stay relevant somehow, Breezy. There's so there are a couple like there's actually I hope they one never pick a ball again. There's a, there's one massive like omission here, and it's Joseph Perez. Thank you. Is, I was gonna I was, like, that was gonna be my point. That, that 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 is you can say whatever you want about some of the other positions <sighs> that that weren't included, but like God, that's a stud. massive and glaring error. Guys, the fact that two stud. guys, two Nisa left backs, made the all league team above JP is unbelievable. Yeah. So it makes you think that into the rod. If it's if I'm being you. You can look in the rod situation and be like, "Oh yeah, they're just stupid." Yeah, because of that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, oh, here's the thing: like, we we kind of glossed over Darwin. Yeah, I'm so getting... glad we're talking about this and we're not going back to that shithole. Continue. Uh, Isn't it so nice? Yeah. And all this news <laughs> that, that we have, like, <laughs> that was just <laughs> beaming out of me. At you know what? If we were, if we hadn't changed leagues, we definitely wouldn't already know uh, about going to this preseason tournament because we wouldn't know when the season started, and these other teams wouldn't. We just. Yeah, it's wonderful. You mean we, we wouldn't know who we're going to be playing next year, period? God, I just thought so of a really good Nisa parody the, video. The, the, the Darwin thing is interesting because it is 100% like, hey, here's an award for your last two years of service here at Maryland. But like, this is also a huge snub 
And and I don't necessarily think it's a snub on like on, on Marcus or or or, or something. No, you're like right. That. Marcus should have also won. No, Aiden Bauer should have won. Oh, okay. Like defenders get screwed in this all the time. That's new new school Fabio Cannavaro to you. Did Aiden miss <laughs> Aiden missed what, one game? How many games? He he started every single game of the Nisa season. He got subbed forty five the second half against Savannah, where we also gave up two goals. Uh, two of our 12 goals on the season yeah uh, for load management purposes just to keep him fresh right right that was it he was on the field he gave up 10 goals or he was on the field for 10 goals four of them were penalties like yep. co- come on y'all yeah like his job was to dictate the the possession game from the back clean up any mistakes that that ever got to him uh usually in situations where if we were in control up the field and a break happens, you're going to be defending with very, very few players. It's not like you've got everybody behind the ball. So the tackles you make and the, the blocks you make often have to be one-on-one, which requires incredibly good uh, defensive skills and timing and, and whatever else. Like Not anybody can just do that. And he did all of those things. And he was the most, I mean, you know, Anatoly is on this list, but he missed a, a game through yellow cards, uh, yellow card mm-hmm. accumulation. And I think a couple games through uh, just like injury management or whatever. So like, what are, what, are, what are we doing here? I agree with you. It should have been Aiden Bowers. I will also say these leagues should have a defensive MVP and an offensive MVP. Why are you leaning into the American playoff system and then calling it a golden ball? For the yeah, league's best I th- player, I think that's fair. Call, have an MV, have a defensive MVP and an offensive MVP. I have, I have a better idea because they already have a goalkeeper award. We should just leave that league. <laughs> oh shit! Way ahead. Oh wait, way, way ahead of you. We already did. Hey, actually, Fuck, yeah. this is the uh, this is the thirty day this is the thirty day anniversary. I can't believe it's real. I can't believe it's real. Let's move on to Taylor Gray being resigned. <laughs> yeah, well, let's do that. Welcome back, Taylor Gray, Thank baby. God. Gonna light a lot of applause buttons in this episode. A lot of lot of people are gonna be extremely happy about that. I mean, if if you if anybody knows anything, they're gonna be so extremely happy about that and happy for him to see him coming back. He got on. He got some minutes on the field after he came back from the injury. Now he's got some off season to work in, get back to full strength. And because you you know when you're in his position, when he's getting even when he's just getting off the field or understanding like that that's going to take a whole lot of time away and he's got that freaking boot on his leg that's those are some dark moments for, for sure. an athlete that's all he does so super happy for him to be able to climb over a mountain get re-signed and also super happy for the club to have him because he's such a key part to what we do outside i could not agree more yeah one goal four assist two hockey assist in seven matches in 2023 he actually didn't record anything any statistical categories like that in his 20-minute cameo versus Club de Leon and his 75-minute cameo mm-hmm. uh, against Flower City in the semifinal, all that happened in the first in the first five games, um, league and Open Cup. Like he just he started the season on an absolute tear. So so Taylor is a uh, natural left winger, correct? Left wing. I think yeah. Okay, so yeah. in and Mumu's gone, right? Yes. So, and that was kind of the trio was Jesus, then you had Marcus, and then you had Mumu. But is it, you think it, does Jesus, uh, if 
is he staying? Is he? Yes, okay. he's back. Do you think he'll be on the right now, or do you think? Do you, what do you? What do you? How, I don't know. Is it all going to look different? It could so, all, it could all so look Taylor, completely different. It, 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 could, all, top, it, it could, could all. Be, yeah. It could all look. It could all look completely different. Taylor started. I think. I think episode. Taylor subbed in in the in the semifinal. He started on the right side. Okay. And at some point they switched. Okay. Um, so I th- and and like Jesus has a ton of experience in when he was with Greenville. Like he played a bunch on the right side too. Awesome. And so, I don't like, know if I said this on here, but I owe him like an apology. I don't know. I think I might have said this on another podcast. But when I first saw him play, I was like, "It's not it. It's not what we you need." You did. You did. You did okay, say did. that. Okay, on good. Here. Yeah. I just feel like I have to. I have to let that be known because I did. I was like, I just don't see it. And everybody's like, "I mean, he's pretty good." I'm like, "Nope." And then it happened. <laughs> I was like, "I'm fucking stupid." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I didn't watch the game. So yeah. No. So so that was. So one goal, four assists, two hockey assists, and seven matches was Taylor's twenty twenty three. Shout out his twenty twenty two, his first year with CFC, eight goals, two assists, and four hockey assists in twenty nine matches, um, which it's batshit. His his assist and hockey assist totals is like like provider totals. Mm-hmm. He equaled his twenty nine game tally in truly in five games, but like. Mm-hmm. Over over seven games in, in uh, in you know He's, one sixth of a minute. It's like it was it was just unreal. It was unreal. So uh, if you if you take his goals, assists, and hockey assists, um, and you and you t- put them all together, that's um, what twenty one goal contributions in thirty six matches over just over three thousand minutes. His numbers come out to a goal contribution every one hundred and forty seven minutes. You're including hockey assists. Yes. This thing you love to do. That, uh, well, you he, can't. But, no, no, no. He said he, you he can't didn't say get an a hockey assist, assist or a goal. At, like you can only get one of those things he per said, goal. He said goal contribution, which key passes are a part of that. Not truly in statistics, but if we're theorizing things, which it's, it's also to do. it's also a way of incorporating his ability to beat his man in the box and get fouled. Yeah, uh, and and get a little bit of credit for earning a penalty kick. Yeah, uh, which happened. Multiple times in 2020, and he backheel makes Three. people. So just chill out, breezy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Listen, he's, I love he's Taylor. Fun. <laughs> I love Taylor. Ta- Taylor is fun. He takes the fun meter up. I agree, and I'm super happy he's back. Yeah, I'm super happy he's back. This is a big signing, and and for the average, I think Nuga section fan, I think this is the most rec. Uh, he is the most recognizable player since Juan Hernandez. Um, it's all about hair. Honestly, it's about hair and it's about vibes. It's you know, those two things, and he passes both of those with flying do you think that's colors. Now, after Marcus has left, because I would argue that Marcus has kind of been. I feel like Marcus has been the face. For if we also if, Taylor has been gone. If so, we sign players that have crazy hair and they play a lot and they do some good things, people they like will them. become the person. So because crazy hair is like just unmistakable. Right. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. So and, okay. and and he was on the left wing. So oftentimes he was running down the left wing, going towards the. Um, the big brick wall end and on was neck, right on the fan side. Yeah. I no, guess I was looking it's all at hair. recognizable. It's hair. Different and, way, rem- yeah. and people who may have come <laughs> to CFC hair. later looked at like Juan has shorter hair and that bobblehead Juan has shorter hair. But like Juan, when we knew Juan, like when he first got there, had that long flowing hair, right? In 20, it's just a hair. In 2016, when things were a, a lot less organized, my friends that like none of them even live in town anymore, but they're all CFC fans. They liked Juan, but they thought his last name was uh, Rodriguez. So for an entire season, I didn't say anything, and I let them call him Blondriguez. 
<laughs> that is a good. That is a great nickname, yeah, dude. That yeah. is a fun nickname. Shout out to Neil McIntyre. They're wrong. They were so but, wrong. But like, uh, yeah. But, and, and Neil knew Neil knew more than a lot of other people. Actually, he actually kind of paid attention. But yeah, they call him and Michael. Some of my other friends. Uh, yeah. They You're like, him. this is too good a nickname. I don't want to correct you, dude. I yeah, I just was like, you know what? That's funny. It's a solid name. So Blonriguez is our uh, new uh, super inside baseball nickname. That's f- so funny. All right, last thing on this list. Last but certainly, um, certainly, certainly not thing, least. Definitely not least. CFC has announced a multi-year apparel partnership with Adidas. I'm so shocked. Uh, yeah. I'm, I am mind blown. I know. Like, I think this was the... <laughs> A really not well kept secret uh, that we were going to be with Adidas, um, because I think everybody looked at the MLS deal, myself included, and went, "Everybody's using Adidas. We'll be using Adidas too." Um, so yeah, this is interesting. I'll point out that's not actually like that's not actually true though. It turns out uh, uh, the other independent team in in MLS Next Pro is going to be wearing Hummel next year. Really? Which is Which, weird. Enjoy your manufacturing delays, but that's beside the point. Yeah, I mean, fuck Hummel for sure, but like. It's weird to me that that like they're gonna that we're I don't know I I'm cool with it yeah tell me what you're how you how are you feeling man I'm a little bit split okay number one let's go back to the the, the Carolina Hummel thing I'm glad that there are choices for at least for independent teams I'm yeah, glad sure. there are choices that's good totally agree on the jersey front I I, I did not know there were choices continue so I, I didn't I didn't think there I were I didn't know there were choices I didn't think I didn't think there I were at we least for the first for the first in. year that's why I said I am shocked like, <laughs> right right I think we all way. thought that but I th- I'm guessing that Adidas says I mean not Adidas excuse me uh, MLS is now like moving a little hey, bit I, and I, trying hey, to adjust continue after I say this that's a really good sign to me agreed yeah correct correct yeah um so Number one, men's first team, women's first team, and academy is included. Nice use of the mute button. Thanks, buddy. I don't have a true cough button. So. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Sorry. That's in, like, yeah. Having the academy included is incredibly cool. Having yeah. having one apparel partner for for the for the first team for both first teams and the academy is something that CFC has never had before. The academy started, uh, or when the academy started, they they just like went they they had. Just like what Nike or whatever, because they were separate entities, right? It is it is unequivocally good, and, and we don't know yet. Like, are the jerseys going to be the same for for men and women? I suspect they'll be similar kind of. Yeah, it was actually really cool that the women had like their own like the sash jersey, like they had like one of their own things. But otherwise, like we wore the same jerseys. I miss little Debbie. I uh, don't. Uh, I I also like think it's how rude. <laughs> I also think it's it's we have different opinions. Um uh I hope I hope that like when the academy jersey mm-hmm. drops mm-hmm. for the upcoming school year, I hope it's the same one the the same ones that the first teams wear. Mm-hmm. Like I want I want boys and girls across the city playing for CFC Academy to be wearing the shirt of CFC. And like there's 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 not differences between the shirt. Like, like that it, is the shirt. Like it would say Chattanooga FC, not not FC Academy. I don't the, I don't care crest. if there's a CFC Academy crest on it. But yeah. like if and, we and wear to be identical. if we wear a uh, a white jersey with three stripes down with, the side <laughs> with three stripes literally from head to toe, but like <laughs> with bl- with like navy blue sleeves <laughs> and like pink ass polka dots or something like that. That's what I the want the Academy wearing that too. I had a Paul. That's kind of that's kind of a fire design idea. <laughs> 
and my brain just my, which, my mind's hey, eye just melted. That brings me to a nice little segue because, like Paul, I I wonder um, how involved we are and he is, or whatever, however that situation looks like. Now moving into a deal with Adidas and not a move to a somewhere like Hummel or or somewhere else where there might be, you know, it's it doesn't feel league sanctioned or I now know that it might not be, but there I feel like there might be parameters so, or whatever. I, I think it, you know what I'm asking. I'm I do. Yeah. It, it comes. Right it now. comes down to uh, each each manufacturer and each process is going to be different. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Hummel has like you can get you can do some weird shit with Hummel, right? Yeah. We've done some really some interesting designs over the years. You see clubs like Ford Madison, like I've, I've gone all out and done some crazy stuff, and 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 we've we've enjoyed that. We've enjoyed the ability, although it was mostly with Diodora for not being for being real honest. We've enjoyed the ability to be able to like do some designs and and, and be free and, and have some some serious customization. Uh, it's Adidas, so like there's not going to be as much as that. Like just straight up, there's not going to be. Yeah. The way Adidas does their kits, uh, and this works if you are Real Madrid, down to if you are Chattanooga FC. Yeah, that's is, not quite true. Is they have Real Madrid gets some of their say. Unfortunately, in Adidas's eyes, we're not Real Madrid. C- correct. They're uh, wrong. But by like, the way, <laughs> correct. They are far wrong. more important than Real Madrid. <laughs> Um, but they're not going to treat us with that kind of. But um, like they'll build Adidas will build templates for, uh, for the year or for that cycle or or whatever it is, and you see this play out where, um, especially for national teams, yeah, where it feels like they have they all like all the Adidas teams like literally wear the same design, and then they're like, and we're going to change these three elements. Yeah, congrats to your national You see this in MLS when they all had this stupid white T-shirt a couple years ago. This is important because you decided to check out on things, and uh, you didn't actually read the article. Yeah, I haven't read it. No. So. uh, Why would I want to read it? (laughs) You're going to tell me about it later, anyway. It's a waste of my time. Yeah. So M- MLS and there was an article that came out in the Athletic in in uh, like roughly the fall of 2020 that was basically like, why the fuck does every MLS team have a plain white tee? I remember for this. their for their you know for their white kit. And Tor- so Toronto's was kind of cool to me, by the way. And and so like I think it was uh I think it was Pablo the uh, the MLS writer one of the MLS writers at the Athletic, like. Talked to Adidas, talked to the to the MLS like league league office, talked to a bunch of the teams, wrote this article based on the process. And it basically came down to the people that made decisions at MLS clubs didn't trust the designers they already had on staff and just said, ah, fuck it. And they all said kind of ah fuck it at the same in the same time period. And so the white kits just got more and more plain and quote unquote clean and basic. Uh, because that's maybe that's partly what Adidas was pushing, but partly they just stopped listening to their own like in-house designers, and that's most of like that's most of the Adidas narrative now. Cool. So that this is great then, Matthew. I'm sure we will have bespoke, amazing, awesome custom jerseys, won't we? That won't look like the templates from the rest of the world. Uh, so all no, we won't. All Adidas kits are <laughs> are will be based. In some way, upon whatever this year's template on, on whatever whatever template this is, uh, and, and sometimes it's not always this year. Sometimes it's it's depending on how your contract works or whatever whatever happens there. But like my goal 
and, and where I was getting to this is, is, is what, what I hope happens is that, and, and number one, like this, this, the, this announcement came like this week, it was like December the 10th or something like that. We are late in the process. Uh, MLS teams and Adidas get together two years in advance of, of a launch for, so like they're like this Which spring blows my mind because of how fucking trash some of that stuff looks. Bingo. <laughs> Looked, it's I amazing how you can take two years to look and look terrible. Oh, I just yeah. So that being said, like they'll they'll get together the spring to start working on 2026, which is obviously a big year in in North American soccer. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. We are we are certainly, especially considering their games coming up like relatively soon. We are behind the eight ball here, so I'm not going to expect anything amazing. That's to come going right to like, like I'm not expecting like the Tennessee River to like snake through the jersey and like you know like it somehow like appear like out of the crest with like That's the way dead too good the for dead Adidas the dead bodies general. and like the tires like peeking out of the river as it goes right <laughs> like i'm not expecting that breezy and i hammered on our boat yeah there we go that <laughs> sounds good oh that'd be actually really great so like i'm not expecting things like that but yeah. what i'm hoping is that what we can do is take whatever whatever kind of base like a base design that that comes yeah uh, and it's always like the it's not like actually like the base design of, of, of the shirt itself it's like it's the accent stuff and like where the stripes go this year how far do the stripes go down yeah. are they on the sides blah, blah it's shit like that but can we take that and then do some really cool stuff with it yeah can we explore elements in our jerseys that we've not been able to explore before we've never done true hoops have we done like some thin stripes like like this past year with the uh with the white kit and like the little silver, we've we've done that, but we've never done like true hoops. One of our last Adidas jerseys was uh, was stripes. Um, before we switched to, to Diodora, in like do we like twenty twelve twenty twelve? So like you know do we do I we go one. back to that in our first year yeah. as a little bit of like like an homage? You know we we did a sash for the women, which was fucking brilliant. Like is is it going to be sash season next year? Like we. There's some stuff that you can do and you can make kits look good without like putting putting a pen down on a piece of paper and then generating an earthquake and just seeing where it goes. Mm. Right? Like you can you can do some stuff with with some you know and not and not go insane. Yeah. They are going to be less bespoke. It will happen. Yeah. But I still think if we try we can still work within within what we're going to be given and and make something cool. And just, and and, and, just, and the big question I want to see is not necessarily about year one because we're late in the process. Right. But like, how much more can we do with year two? Couple things. First, uh, in the preseason, I bet we see more of like a practice jersey style. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think we would see any kits like by then, anyways. But. Um, also, uh, thing number two is those Diodora kits that you thought were Diodora that weren't Diodora but had Diodora printed on them. I can't remember. I think you. I think you can go back and um, I'll find the episode. But if if you want to know more, we've obviously like referenced a bunch of jerseys. If you're newer here and you don't know, but we did a podcast with Paul like way back in the day, um, and we did we did it we did it all about the jerseys. Like we went down the entire history of the jerseys, which you can pull up a graphic and like watch along that if you want to there was no video but it, it was all audio that was when i sucked at interviewing and i asked the yellow jersey question immediately <laughs> but um but no i think i, I want to know i want to know how involved 
we are in the decision making less of the design you know what i mean from what you kind of explained is it's like okay what what kind of decisions can we say yes or no to about our club that there are so that are individual to us I, i'd be very curious what like what our parameters of, of what we can 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 say no to what we have to accept yeah because there there are and this was covered in the athletic article there are certain design elements that are that are like brand standard for adidas that particular year mm-hmm. so like if they whatever it is like and I'll, I'll use the example like the article used uh in in 20 was it 2020 was the uh 25th anniversary of mls or was it 2021 should have been 2021 because it was 96 was the first season but okay so always counts weird so roughly whatever it is so for the 25th anniversary uh, Adidas designed MLS jerseys mm-hmm. to have the three stripes be like on coming over the shoulder. Oh yeah, like that, I that weird that thing. Jersey. Because that that's what it was in 1996, and so like that was an element that was required. Yeah, that had to be included gotcha. for that particular year's whatever. What and, and like MLS teams go, uh, a, they they get a, a new jersey every other year. Right. So like if they've got the primary. Up this year, you're keeping the secondary from last year, yeah. and you're you're alternating, which I, I actually don't hate that overall. Um, but like some design elements are, are required, and some others, like you have latitude to say, oh, we don't really like that. Can we do something else? And I'd, I'd be very curious in the future to learn like what are the types of things that we will will be required to do. Uh, and maybe we find out eventually when when the you know the jerseys come out or something, and and what kind of things we're like, yeah, we don't really like that. Can we do can we do other things? Can we make this our own? Yeah. Can we make it cool? We'll we'll see. One question I have is like, okay, so we're ML, we're not MLS, and I, and we don't have an affiliation. So I wonder if there will be some sort of like divisional piece there where it's like the MLS has this, like you're saying, the stripes, and but that won't apply to us or something. I'm totally speculating, totally guessing. And I can't believe I'm saying this for the second time in a podcast, but those stripes that went over the shoulder, Toronto's kind of look good. <laughs> just like your white shirt going good. Sorry. I just like, Jay, here's the, here's the most good anything about Toronto. Here's ever. the, here's the most important Toronto question. This podcast is going to have. Yeah. If we play away to Toronto, are you going? Cause Matthew and I are for sure going Go to Toronto. I was about to ask when it is. <laughs> That's how my, well, my I don't know. Works. We don't have a schedule yet. I would be, I would be super down. I did see that uh, MLS announced they're going to have their their MLS schedule on December twentieth. Fingers fucking crossed. That that's a double. No, it, that won't happen. Surely that won't happen. That would be amazing, It'd be incredible. But like, fingers crossed that like we're not we're not far after. I I assume it'll be early January. Gotcha. But like. Can you imagine a schedule in early January? That'd be <laughs> insane. Also, if you want to listen to that Paul Rustand nice. well, um, episode, well it is episode 12. The, we also interviewed him in episode 59, but it was less about jerseys in that episode. In 12, it was a lot about jerseys. We oh, talked. Y'all about, did a second one with him. That's right. I, don't, I feel like I wasn't We there. did a chair. No, I don't think you were. We, we just did a, like a you're the chairman, let's That's catch right. up on That's stuff. Right. Yeah, episode. So, hey, one thing I wanted to bring up that we haven't talked about, or maybe maybe we have, but I wasn't here. I, I feel like a rookie. I keep going away from the mic. Have we talked about Montague Park at, on this podcast at all? Now that we have literal plans, not just. I don't know if we have. We interviewed Crew, so if you want to know more about it, you can go back and listen to our podcast with Crew, where we went to the CF, the old CFC office in the old Clumpies. I'll call it a garage. Um, shout out to <laughs> Frank Brock and everybody. 
um, when whenever that was all there. Um, but we interviewed him in that. Uh, that was episode forty one. Forty one. So 41. the Montague Park designs that like the city and 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 interested parties put out look incredible, dude. It looks so good. Like it, thousands of new trees, yeah. like all the different like elements of the park to separate the sculptures and, and the soccer and like have a one mile walking track or, or not like not like a walking track, like a tra- one trail. mile trail yeah. around the perimeter. That connects with other trails that come like in and so, out of the park. It's, you know it looks so good. Do I? You know how you know we got a girlfriend? <laughs> First thing he mentioned was a thousand new trees. Two thousand. It's like 2,300 new trees. <laughs> So um, there's a soccer element. Uh, there's gonna be new soccer fields there. Yeah, and he's like, that. there's gonna be trees. I, I am, I am excited. The studio backs right up to like where the far back corner is. So, and I take the dogs to Montague all the time. So if there's some kind of new entrance, because there's this new building called the Betty or something, they're gonna like have right they're gonna have a yeah. bunch of like like entrances because the whole thing is gonna be like truly connected for yeah. the first time. And then and then three fields which will open up a lot of playing time to the community other um youth organizations and also the foundation because the foundation like csm uh they do their forge and um i forget the the girls team spark spark and then they do their uh, and then they do some uh form of like oga stuff and other things that will exist happening at montague it's also another place for the foundation to hold events yeah. Um, for uh, different kinds of tournaments and after school functions and all kinds of things and and it's incredibly know, cool. And, and then if you're like a big conspiracy theorist, um, like we know that you are, um, you can think about some sort of inclusion with the the first in women's team of, of in the in some form. But you know that's you know that's not in the plans and that's like. That's just me speculating. <laughs> I what I really like about Montague is that like it's it, it historically as a park in the in this city as carries a lot of importance, and I think if if the plans that are, are shown and written down and illustrated come and like they have there there has to be some private money raised to to help make this happen, uh, but if if they come to fruition as as illustrated, it becomes the coolest it becomes the best park in town it becomes the, like the parks chattanooga parks is like crown jewel and and something to like really um just be an, an incredible piece for for chattanooga south side and and for that for that um that Roswell boulevard and east 23rd street there's area an, there's an empty lot that's like sort of adjacent it's like up to this like metal woodwork or metal foundry kind of place that's like next door or some kind of wielding or something. I don't know. I'm probably butchering that. But as an open piece of land, the final piece to make Jay happy would be put indoor soccer right there. And Let's everything in the it. world oh. is just... Dude, we need, a, we, need, we need a new arena in town. I know. I want a hockey team. SPHL. We need it for hockey. We need it for in, in G League. G League. And we need it for the MASL. Dude, a G League team would be cool. <laughs> Shout out to the mocks too, who are doing really good in basketball. Dude, yeah, they're killing it. Um, okay, I think there's one more announcement. Right? I I have to. I have a little I have a little surprise bump, 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 for you guys. Um, bump, bump. Tell me, just just before this goes live, uh, we got a little special a little special treat. Um, we have a preseason friendly at home 
At home. To announce. Ooh. At shoot. home. And preseason games can bring fun teams. They can. And this is this is one that we'll, we know because uh, we played, played them a bunch in preseason. And we also played them in the U.S. Open Cup. March. Atlanta United. <laughs> That's a no, no, not them. Well, good because they're scurred. Oh, two. M- Memphis. Then we play them in the U.S. Open. We did play them. We did play them. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, but we all know who it is. Saturday, March two, Birmingham Legion will be coming to town to play a preseason friendly. Let's and that's go. actually really cool because Birmingham, uh, since they became the Legion organization, has never like we've played them. We play them every year in preseason, right? They've never come to Chattanooga ever, uh, and they'll be they'll be playing here on on, well, on March two. They'll find out why they don't on Saturday. Here's a, here's a good on idea. Saturday March two. Here's a good and idea. that game will be open to uh, season ticket holders and single game buyers. Well, guess what. I think that we should uproot and move the game to Tennessee Wesleyan. <laughs> Damn really right. Far away from the city that we exist in. They can go fuck themselves. Shit. Absolutely. I wanted to go to that game bad and that made it un that made it impossible for me. Well, the fact we, that you dropped Tennessee Wesleyan is like also like layers of fun. As you guys are doing talking, I'm like, what's the closest what's the closest <laughs> college that's like sort of Tuscaloosa to Birmingham? But yeah, just Brian for those, it's Brian College. For those who don't understand they moved the game to fucking Tuscaloosa. I mean, they I don't know. They didn't move it, or I don't know what made them play there. Oh, but they, they moved it. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, blow me. Fuck them. Yeah, that sucks. It was a long drive, and it was a, such a long drive home. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah, they're coming. To they're a, coming to play preseason. What what date did you say? Because that's important. Saturday, for March the second. It was a preseason game in March, and I expect about as many fans, uh, supporters of theirs, to show up up here as showed up down there, which was like 12. zero. <laughs> about twelve. Yeah, it was pretty much zero. Yeah, I love seeing footage of their games, and it's like, <laughs> okay, I thought we, I thought we were felt like lesser. Than the seating capacity as a fan group in Finley, I couldn't imagine being less than us in numbers and being in a stadium like that I in know. Birmingham. It's wild. It's God. wild. Well, boys, this was uh, a fun catch up. There's been a lot of good news. I bet by the time we release this, uh, there will be more things in the hopper because that's how it seems to be working right now, which is so good. It's so wonderful to have news. Um, thank you for joining me. Yeah, man. Thanks for making time. And uh, listeners, viewers, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, man. Peace. Peace. Thank you.